Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. How much would you pay for your favourite chocolate bar? 50p? Pound? Five pounds. And how about that newspaper you read online this morning for free? How are those who write supposed to make a living? And how should community organisations like museums and arts venues approach the concept of pay what you want? Vincent Mack is Professor of Marketing and Decision Sciences at the Cambridge Judge Business School and is the co-author of a study on the subject. Uh, Morning to you, Vincent. Hello, good morning, Julian. Thank you for having me here. Uh, You're very welcome indeed. There's some high-profile organisations out there, aren't there? Um, The Guardian, Wikipedia, and they're almost relying on people's honesty. And I wonder sometimes if we're in danger of losing them. (laughs) So actually, uh, in a lot of places, actually, uh, uh, people do pay. So people do have a sense of... um, 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 fairness about what they are enjoying from these sellers. For example, for Wikipedia, they do manage to fundraise every year to the tune of, you know, quite a lot of money and manage to keep them uh, running. So, in fact, um, uh, people are not as selfish as we would like to uh, maybe consider if we think of them as being just uh, uh, people who care about their own money. Actually, when they are in a transaction like getting knowledge from Wikipedia or getting information from The Guardian, they really do feel that they have to give something back. And in fact, we see that they managed to keep the model going for quite some time now. So that's a good sign, don't yeah. you Yeah. Is, is, there, is there some sort of correlation then between I don't know, the amount of enjoyment enjoyment knowledge maybe in the case of a of a newspaper enjoyment if you're going to a gig or to an arts venue or to museum you're getting enjoyment or knowledge back again then i guess something triggers in the brain and says yeah you know i I really should give something towards this yes in fact i mean part of the part of the reason why i mean uh, researchers have found that people do pay is that they do feel obligated to return the, the, the favor. So uh, they, they receive something, they receive something that is nice, fun, or good, you know, from uh, whoever is providing it. And then they feel that they have to give something back. This is like gift giving. So uh, people do that all the time, right? This is like part of our social DNA. So we, we get something from someone and we feel that we should give something back. Mm-hmm. And especially if the value is good, if we really value what we get uh, highly, then we give more back. So, uh, you know, this will, is actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering, will there, will there always be people who say, or oh, whatever reason, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to pay. Uh, that's not for me. I'm thinking, say, Netflix is a good example here. They have something uh-huh. like 240 million subscribers across the world. But they've also said that they believe they have about 200, mi- um, yeah, 200 million subscribers. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's about 100, 100 or so million subscribers who aren't paying. In other words, people who've got, got the password of a friend or relative, and they're not they're not paying. And so, if you like, the others are kind of like subsidising what uh, what the rest of us are putting into our pockets for. Yeah, and um, that's uh, sometimes what we see, right? So, uh, for example, actually, you you have made a unfortunately a, actually a very good observation because for example, in the US, there is this chain of bakery called Panera. They actually in uh, about for about like several years or so in the 2010s, they actually were doing a bit of pay what you want for some of their shops. 
And it turns out that actually some of the more well-heeled customers did come in and, and pay what they want and pay a quite a bit, you know, in return for all the good stuff that they got from the from, from the bakery. But they could also see that quite a few other people came there just as more or less freeloaders, you know, just 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 help themselves. Mm. And after a while, after several years, uh, uh, the, the the shop had to really call off this game because they saw that, you know, the, the people who would pay saw that there were quite a few people who wouldn't. And so therefore, this really, this kind of scheme has to be very carefully managed. So you're right. So the, actually, I mean, you always see people in the society who would just like to help themselves. And you would hope that the, 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 the better people wouldn't be negatively affected by those uh, uh, people who just help themselves. And, and you hope that this scheme would be able to continue running uh, despite that sort of problems. Yeah. I wonder if some of this is almost about timing, particularly in the, in the theatre. Um, for example, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Cambridge Junction. They do some gigs on a pay-what-you-want kind kind of basis. But of course, they're asking this when people actually book the tickets. Whereas if you've got somebody, I don't know, outside of the Guildhall busking, you'll maybe throw some money into their hat if you think they're any good. And so it's kind of, I, I, I sometimes wonder you know, the ticketing aspect of it, you kind of feel it's almost the, the, the wrong way round. Yeah, uh, um, I... I feel the same, in fact. So uh, actually, that is uh, what we have found in this recent research. We found that actually, if you ask people to pay afterwards, they would pay more. And uh, in, a, in, in, a, in a number of uh, field studies and as well as online studies that we have done. But uh, going back to Cambridge Junction first. So uh, actually, uh, uh, this is a really nice example. So they actually call their scheme, pay what you feel. So that is quite nicely worded, you know, feel. And this is all about the heart. So how, how you let you respond to the core of your heart when you uh, uh, feel that you are going to go to this show, this gig, why 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 shouldn't you pay something back to them, you know, in return for all the good friends that you are going to see. But what you talk about is actually very relevant in the sense that, well, it's even better if you ask people how much you would let it be after they have seen the gig. So that is asking them to pay afterwards, as in the case of busking, uh, would probably get people to, to be willing to pay more because they have already listened to the show or they have already seen the show and they do feel all the good things that they have already absorbed, they have already enjoyed. They feel much more obligated to actually return the favor. So that is, um, in the case of Cambridge Junction, I suppose there might be a lot of logistical reason why they have to ask for payment first, but actually um, asking for payment later uh, after the show may actually be able to get them even more payments just uh, to return the favour. I, I, wonder, I wonder almost if it's possible for maybe somewhere like the Junction, certainly perhaps for a museum, that they might actually be able to get more money uh, on a uh, pay-what-you-want uh, than, than through just having a regular price ticket, you know, through simply through people's enjoyment. So, so in the case of, I mean, yeah, I mean, in the case of, for example, Cambridge Junction, so when they say pay what you feel, actually, you can see that they actually give a whole range of prices and they didn't start from zero. So uh, in some more extreme cases of pay what you want, you actually allow people to pay nothing. So mo most of the most of the more, more, more classic examples of them in the past. But for Cambridge Junction, they sort of buffer themselves by actually setting a floor. So you, you can pay whatever you like, but there's a minimum let's say £2.50 or something, but they allow you to pay anything up. So, uh, and yeah, so indeed, uh, so in this case, I mean, 
some people may think, oh, well, I'm not going to pay that much. But some people will be so appreciative, they really would hit the upper bound of what you offer them, and then they would pay a lot more than you would have got from just posting the fixed price and say, you know, you just have to pay that much, mm. no more, no less for your tickets. And Vincent, one, one thing from your study I have to ask you about is the little uh, uh, survey you did involving an Amazon gift card uh, <laughs> and, a, and a group of students. Uh, two questions. First of all, were they Cambridge students? Uh, and the second is, is what happened? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, indeed, they are Cambridge students. And, um, you, you know, Cambridge students, uh, we might have to consider so uh, how much they are going to uh, be willing to pay for five pounds uh, Amazon gift card. So, uh, and uh, we did actually a, a lab experiment. So we uh, invited a group of students to, um, to a lab of ours. We have a behavioral research lab. And um, they sat down and then we pass around this five pound Amazon gift card and ask them. So here it is. So uh, we also uh, give you a bit of uh, 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 starting money. I mean, would you like to pay some money back uh, to us for for this gift card that is basically given to you for free? And well, we actually find that they they do, and then they do. Uh, uh, um, they are willing to uh, give some money back uh, if we give them an Amazon gift card under pay what you want basis. And in fact, we have also found consistently with other results that we have got that if we ask them these questions after they have actually pocketed the uh, the gift card, then actually they would pay more. So um, this applies to Cambridge students as well. So, so how, much, how much would a Cambridge student pay for a five pound Amazon gift card? Well, <laughs> we have got, uh, well, not five pounds. So uh, actually some did, I remember. So uh, I think on average, we have got something like half of it or so. So um, they were, let's say, um, equitable. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay, okay. I guess it's not, uh, not too bad going. Somebody playing the five yeah. pounds. Uh, Vincent, look, fantastic to talk to you this morning. It's a really, uh, really interesting study that uh, you've, you've put together. And thanks very much for, uh, for sharing some of the findings with us. Wonderful talking to you as well, Julian. Have a good day. Thank yeah, you, you very much. You too. Thank you. That's uh, Vincent Mack, who's a Professor of Marketing and Decision Sciences at Cambridge Judge Business School.